Hello everyone out there, this is Peter Harris from Commercial Property Advisors, author of the book, Commercial Real Estate Investing for Dummies, and coach and mentor to many commercial real estate investors all across this great nation of ours. The title and subject of today's podcast is, Getting a loan for your apartment building, a multifamily loan, uh, can be difficult these days. Even more difficult than it was a couple of years ago. Now, the reason why is lenders, as you know, have raised interest rates. They've also tightened up their requirements for you to get a loan and for the property to qualify for a loan. So things are completely different than they were a couple of years ago. So today it's really important that you understand how loans work because the lending part of the commercial transaction is so important. Today I'm going to share with you three types of loans. I'm going to share with you the local bank loan. I will compare it to a Fannie Mae loan, which is a government-insured loan. And thirdly, I will compare that to a DSCR loan, which is a debt service coverage ratio loan, whereby the lender will qualify the property only and not you. So we're going to compare all three and then let you make a choice because every deal won't fit into that loan and you won't fit to every single loan. Okay, so let's get started. I'm going to start off with the local bank loan. I'm going to go over the pros and cons and what the best use is. So the local bank, this is a bank that's down the street from you. It's a small bank. It's a regional bank. You know what those are. The pros is they're easy to qualify to get uh, proof of the loan. Next, uh, for most of the part, you don't need experience. How do I know that? Because most of our students use a local bank. They have no experience and they get qualified here. The cons are they're not flexible. Usually the, the local banks, they lend in a certain box. Outside the box, they won't do. And because they're not very flexible, their terms may not be the best. They may require a higher down payment because you're new, or they may charge you a little higher interest rate because you're new and because they're a small bank. The local banks are best used for, for beginner apartment investors or maybe a smaller apartment building. Four units, five units, 10 units, 12 units, maybe a smaller building with smaller loan amount. Maybe this is uh, best use here. Okay, so that's the local bank. Then we have the Fannie Mae loan. The Fannie Mae loan is a loan that's insured by the government. So your local bank will be the lender, but the local bank has a backup insurer from the government. So in case you fail, the government will come in and pay off the loan. And so it's a government-backed or government-insured loan. And the pros are great. The pros for the Fannie Mae loans, they'll give you the best rates. So today, if you compare all three, uh, the Fannie Mae loan rates are the lowest. And for the most part, they have the lowest down payment. 20% is, is probably pretty good for Fannie Mae loan here. You get the best rates and you get the lowest down payment. So overall, you know, terms are probably best here. The cons for a Fannie Mae is the minimum loan size is $750,000. In fact, most Fannie Mae lenders won't do anything below a million dollars for the most part, but on paper, their loan minimum is $750,000. The other con for the Fannie Mae is they want you to have experience. Now, there are exceptions to this rule of experience. Many of our students, this is their first time getting a loan, and we were able to overcome some of these experience requirements by the lenders that we know, okay, they did us the favor. So there are other ways to get around this here, but for the most part, if you're coming in off the street without our help, you won't be able to use this because you need to know how to maneuver things. So the Fannie Mae loan is best used if you're 
doing a long-term hold on the property, or if you're doing syndication, this is probably the best here because the terms are great. Also here, syndication, you have to do interest-only payments for a few years. Combined with the low interest rates, it will increase your ROI greatly. Now we move over to the DSCR loan. Again, DSCR means debt service coverage ratio loan. Basically what that means is the lender will loan to you on the property based upon the property's ability to service the loan. And that's why it's called debt service coverage ratio loan. So the pros for the DSCR loan is based upon the property's income. So they'll look at the properties NOI and see if it can cover it at least 1.2 times greater the NOIs than the mortgage and they'll approve you. So there's no income, none of your business income tax returns or your personal income tax returns in some of the programs here. Also, you don't need to show any personal income. The cons here for the DSCR loan, these DSCR loans are very flexible. The cons here though, are the high interest rates. So much higher than here and here to get the flexibility. And basically, the higher your credit score, the better the terms you get. So if your credit score is not good here, you're gonna pay a, a much higher interest rate than you would otherwise. And it's best used, the DSR loan, if you're self-employed, because usually self-employed persons, they don't show any income on a tax return. Especially commercial real estate investors, we write off everything. Even though we pocketed a bunch of cash flow on paper, on taxes, we show very little income because we're writing off everything. So if you show no income or if you have no income, let's say you're not working, but you have good credit, uh, it's a great deal, this DSCR loan may be the way to go for you. So you can see each one are, are really different. Now, to make it more real to you and, and usable, what I'm going to do now is I'm going to show you an example of each being used so that you can see if you're in a situation, if you can use one of these loans. So let's go to that example next. All right, here we are. I'm going to compare all three, a local bank, a Fannie Mae loan, and also a DSCR loan. I'm going to use a loan amount for all three loans of $750,000 and show you what the differences are. Because I believe I can show you that. You can take each individual loan and see how they're used and then apply it to an actual deal. Let's get started with the local bank. Local bank loan, again, $750,000 loan across the board. 7% interest rate is seven years fixed, 25 year amortization. Now remember, in commercial, we barely have 30-year um, fixed loans like you have in, in residential. You can buy a home and have your rate set for 30 years. In commercial, lenders like to renew their loans every 5, 7, or 10 years. So a typical commercial loan for $750,000 is going to balloon in 7 years, but the payments are amortized over 25 years at 7%. So that payment is $5,300. Prepay penalty. So in commercial, we have prepay penalties, meaning that if you pay it off before the seven years, there's a penalty to pay. In this case, it's a three-year prepay penalty. It means for three years, if you pay it off or you decide to refi or sell the property in three years and give it to their loan, you owe them 1% of the balance. So, ouch, that can hurt, right? So, make sure this is, a, this is your loan. And the next term is recourse. Is this loan recourse? Recourse means are you personally guaranteeing the loan? So if something goes wrong and you foreclose, if you are personally guaranteed, the, the lender can come after you. So local banks, for the most part, it is a recourse loan. So you are personally guaranteed a loan. With the Fannie Mae, you're not. But with a local bank, you are. 
Lastly, most local banks, their loans are not assumable. That means if you want to sell your property and have your buyer come in and assume your loan, for the most part, most local banks, their loan is not assumable. Fannie Mae it is. And by the way, if you would like to know what to look for when looking at a loan for a commercial property, these are the terms. Loan amount, interest rate, uh, years fixed, amortization, the payments, prepaid penalty is a recourse, is assumable. These things are the bare minimum you need to know in order for you to make a decision. Next, we have the Fannie Mae loan, the government insured loan. These have the better interest rates, 6%, so it's lower than the, the uh, local bank. Again, seven years fixed, 30-year amortization. Look at the payment difference, okay? Let me explain that. So 6%, 30-year amortization. The payment is $37.50 a month and also be $44.96 a month. All right, so the $44.96 a month is the full principal and interest payments, 6% and 30-year. Now, with Fannie Mae, you can get one or two years paying interest only, which will really, really help you with your cash flow. Oftentimes, when our students are buying deals, there's a period of time where we have to renovate the units, repair the roof, or do repairs to maximize the cash flow. So having a lower monthly mortgage payment allows us to catch up the property, paying lower mortgage payments until we get the higher cash flow, and then we can start paying the higher payment. One of the main differences here that usually a local bank doesn't have is the interest only and the full principal and interest payment. Prepaid penalty, very complicated with the Fannie Mae. It's called yield maintenance. And yield maintenance is a form of a prepaid penalty. So again, if you were to get out of this loan before the seven years is up, sometimes even before 30 years, there's a price to pay. It's a very complicated algorithm. So basically, they call it yield maintenance because what you're doing is you're helping the investor who bought your loan on Wall Street to maintain their profit, their yield. So if they buy your loan and you get out of it early, you're gonna have to pay them a hefty penalty so that you can help them maintain their profit or their yield. It's very complicated, so you don't wanna get out of this loan within a year or two. The prepaid penalty is exorbitant, sometimes six, seven, eight percent of the loan amount. Ouch, you can't do that. It is wonderfully non-recourse. This is why we like non-recourse. So for properties that I do of my size, they are absolutely non-recourse because I don't want to personally guarantee a loan for 13, 14 million dollars or 20 million dollars. I don't want to do that. So it becomes non-recourse. So this is the beauty of doing a Fannie Mae loan. You're not personally guaranteed a loan just in case something goes wrong. Lastly, most Fannie Mae loans are assumable. So let's say two years down the road, you want to get out the loan for whatever reason. Instead of paying this large prepaid penalty, your investor can come along and assume the loan for a 1% assumption fee. So that's the Fannie Mae, a bit more complicated, but maybe worth it because the interest rates are good. And, I, and again, this is ideal for a long-term hold person or person who's doing syndication. And then thirdly, we have the DSCR loan. Again, this is where the lender is approving you for the loan based upon the property's NOI, based upon the property's income and not your personal income or your income tax returns. So same loan amount, 750K. Look at this interest rate. It's 8.5. That was yesterday. Today, it's 9.5 to 10%. It went up that much when I looked across the board, okay? so. They're sky high, it's, but it's 30 years fixed. You can get a 30-year fixed loan at 8.5% interest rate, 30-year M. But most times, uh, look at the payment here. 
is $53.12 per month. This is interest only. So oftentimes you can do a 10-year interest only here on the DSR loans. That payment would be $53.12. Their prepaid penalty is what we call a step-down penalty for the first three years. If you get out of it the first year, that's going to cost you 3% a loan amount. You get it out of it the second year, it's going to cost you 2%. And the third year, if you want to get out of this loan, it's going to cost you 1%. We call that a step down. It is recourse. So you are personally guaranteed it. And lastly, it is not assumable. Now, what I want to do is give you a quick test. I am a teacher at heart and I love doing this. I would like to hear from you. And I'm going to give you an example. And I, I'm going to give you an example of a deal. It's a real deal that I want you to choose which loan you will get. So listen up. Okay, so you have a 24-unit property, 24-unit multifamily property in a great neighborhood, $1.8 million. The down payment is $450,000. Let's say you don't have all of it. Let's say you only have $50,000 and you need to come up with another $400,000. Let's assume that you found an investor who's going to put up the other money and they have the experience, they have the money, so they're going to sign on a loan with you. And your extra strategy is to hold it long-term. So you bring in a partner. You want to hold it long-term for cash loan retirement. Got that? Which loan would you choose? For this situation, would you choose a local bank? Would you choose a Fannie Mae loan? Or would you choose a DSCR?